Hey, we back again. This meeting is recorded. How y'all doing today? Hey, man, doing good, doing good. I done, I done been shaking back. Had some hard times today. But I'm going to start off with saying this. Something I'm learning is that going through life, nobody knows what the heck they are doing. But the people that are succeeding are the guys and girls that just keep doing it. Right, you're right. That's really it. I saw something the other day that said if it said 75% of the population, if they focused all their energy and attention to one field for two years, they could be in the top 10% of that field outside of athletics. So right. outside of athletics, you can right. achieve that. And I was going to touch on that by saying, like, I think sometimes people go into situations expecting for the best at all times. When if they don't, if, if, that, if that's not the outcome, then they're all down themselves. I think you should go in situations saying, it is what it is, you know, going in like somewhat like not really just, you know, downplaying the situation, but like not really just expecting that it's going to go your way. I feel like that's the way I think about things all the time. But I feel like I've gotten I was so optimistic when I was like nine to 17. And I feel like 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, I became just more pessimistic. And I don't know really why or what happened. But I came, I came into things, you know, kind of started thinking about things like, hey, it is what it is. Like, I never, in school, I never checked my grades. I was like, I'm going to do my work. I'm going to do my best. And uh, I, think, I think when we were younger, like, we didn't think as, like, deep as we do, like, now. Almost an ignorance is bliss type of thing. Like, yeah, we kind of, like, we did stupid things and, like, we didn't really care what the results would be. But now if you do something like, like that, you know, you're going to think twice about doing it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just, just like this one instance where me and my friends in high school, we thought it was a good idea to roll our coaches out. And, you know, we did that and we were like, hey, we could have really got in trouble. I mean, we, we didn't think that, but I was looking back, you're like, hey, we could have really got in trouble. But I'm sure the coach would have just made us run a couple laps and you know, call it a day. There's definitely been some times I look back in my life and like, man, I did some stupid stuff and I got away with it. Like, I shouldn't have been doing that. Yeah, I, I, I became an entrepreneur in the eighth grade. I used to, like, go to the convenience store before uh, school. And I'm not really proud of this, but, hey, we all have done some bad things. And here's one of mine. I used to steal candy and gum from the gas station and go back to school and sell it. So, I mean, I was making money, but it was illegal money. I was bootlegging candy. That's a shame, bro. I, I'm just saying, man. Me and my lawyer mind start thinking, like, is the statute of limitations running? Right? Can I get in trouble for knowing this information? Is it out in public now and I don't get in trouble? I think we're good. I think we're good. How many years do you think this has been? I was in eighth grade. Oh, yeah, we screwed And I don't, but the, the cops weren't involved because the owner of the store knew my parents. Did you end up getting caught? Yeah, they, they called me and, like, told my parents. And when I got home, it was all it was all kind of built me and thrown at me bro you think we'll ever get in a time where it's just like the world will completely shy away from licks and spankings uh, i hope not my, my dad threatened me with a belt several times and he laid the belt on me before but after about one or two times i didn't act up much you know yeah i i, I got a couple whoopings but but i hope i hope the world doesn't shy away from that because that means kids will start growing up without like 
feel like for them to respect their parents, it's bad to say this, but I feel like there has to be a, a certain level of fear. Yeah. And it's, that's the same way within within religion. I got into this with a professor one time because he's he was saying that, you know, I was saying that I don't fear God. He was basically explaining that I should. And I don't want to get into a full religious conversation, but when you hear God fearing man, it's like, yeah, you respect your higher power. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the same way with like your mother and your father. Yeah. You should respect them. And there should be a fear. It's like, yeah, bro, protect me, clothe me. Man, they just want to get rid of me. They could. Yeah, bro. Growing up, I did not want to make my aunt mad because I knew what she'd do to me. Mm-hmm. That's where, like, I mean, I, I got a couple whoopings, but after those couple, I was like, oh, she mean business. We're going to straighten up now. That, 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 that whooping, like, from the convenience store incident, that was my last big whooping. After that, I was like, no more candy, huh? One more candy. I mean, I still bought candy, but it wasn't. I, I, I my uh, career as the gum dealer became. It was just extreme after that. Do you still like experience any like? I don't still steal, bro. No, no. Do you still feel like regret from that? Uh, do you still feel regret from that instant instance? I regret making my parents like that. That's the only thing I regret is like how they feel. But you don't really, you don't really feel bad about the act of stealing. Not to put you I mean, just think about it, bro. That convenience store gets so much gum and can't, bro. Like, everybody be stealing off the corner store, bro. I had friends in high school that stole. I mean, but I was doing it for, I was, I was doing it to make money. Like these, like the guys I knew, I knew guys that would steal from convenience stores, but that was their lunch day. I yeah, think. I was doing it for uh, finance purposes. They was, they could have invested in my business, and we could have been on. I uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and uh, he uh, he was me and him, we and him got in a big talk about religion and just good karma, bad karma, and just regrets we have. And he was talking about some of the bad things he's done. He was like, "Yeah, I stole a lot in college. You know, he used to go to Walmart when they invented that self checkout stuff, and you know, you swipe one pack of gum, you leave with a piece of paper, and you leave uh-huh. with a TV and thirty steaks, whatever it is. You know, that's probably an exaggeration, but." He, he still kind of felt bad about that. And in some ways, I think you should, you know. But in other ways, I can totally tell this person is a little bit rehabilitated. Like, they never got caught from it, but they still live with that regret and they feel bad for what they've done. So you, you're trying – I think you're trying to say, like, he would never steal again. No, I don't think he would. I don't think but, he would. But the way I'm talking, you you thinking I'm, I'm going to steal again. Huh? No, I don't think you're the person to steal. All right. Do I think too highly of you, Josh? Is that it? <laughs> Nah, bro. I don't steal no more, bro. It's good. Dude, I, I'll be honest, dude. Like, you, we've talked about me being cheap. I think it was like on the last episode. Yeah. When I'm at self checkout, the thought enters my head. Like, you know, the temptation is like, man, that case of water is on the bottom. It would be really easy just if I forgot it was there, you know? Like, yeah. I shot by everything else, but that water, I mean, it's just that. I just forgot. This but is how- I, did, I, just, I just can't do that in good conscience. I just can't do it. I got you. This is this is how I look at it. I look at it like I'm having to check myself out. I'm gonna just skip this item. Oh, I'm having to check myself out again. I'm gonna just skip this item too. And but I don't do that anymore. That, that was back before I, you know, I knew the meaning. No, I think you just confessed, bro. I, I that's I did that before the you know the incident at the convenience store. They didn't have self checkout down here when you was in the eighth grade. They did, bro. Yeah, they did. In Magnolia? Magnolia, Walmart. Self-checkout. I believe you. I, I trust your word for it. 
Yeah, but you, you still think I steal. That's the thing. I don't steal anymore, bro. You still you saying you still think about it. I've been in your truck. Make myself out. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna slip one by. I've been in your truck a lot and I ain't never stole nothing, bro. On, on purpose. I <laughs> stole nothing on purpose. That's true. I did I did steal a towel from a hotel one time. I stole a pillow on purpose from a hotel. <laughs> Wait, by the time me and you went to that New Orleans restaurant. Oh, no, you haven't told it, but can you tell everybody? Yeah, so it was, you know, we were up in Fayetteville. This is a good Cajun food spot. It's the best Cajun food spot in town. Cafe Rewards. And we go there, and first off, there's like some crackhead getting in an Uber. Crackhead is understatement. Like, yeah, this this person is dad. Like, I'd like help this person get into the uh get into their Uber. Like they is they are high on something. I don't know what is going on. And it wasn't like I'm like, yeah, this person nasty washed my hands and like dang, I recommended this place to my boys and now we're here and there's I'm like, whoever invited us to. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it does it's like a hole in the wall spot. Like it's it doesn't look like it's gonna be a good restaurant. And you go in there and still nothing really flashy about it. You sit down and the food's kind of expensive for the environment, you know. But I'm like, no, nah, trust me, you know, stuff is good. So yeah. we get it. Food was good. Food was, food food was good. good. They, they, had the, they had the mac and cheese and they had Parmesan on top of it. I think I, don't, I, think I got like a crawfish etouffee or something. I don't even remember what I got. But everything everything from there is amazing. And so we got a bunch of food and, uh, and Josh couldn't finish it. So he asked for it to go by. And uh, and both both our friends got the go got the go box. Josh just takes up the whole plate, and on the plate is a bowl filled with the rest of his meal. So he takes the plate, takes the bowl, and just sticks it into the go box and closes it. You put the silverware in there too. I didn't take the silverware, but I feel like your your karma bounced back at Dulin because he ended up leaving his food there. Yeah, but I that, that mac and cheese was busting though. You still got that bowl? <laughs> I don't think I got that. I took it back, bro. I took it back. All right, took it back, bro. I told him I, it was an accident. So I mean, something we want to talk about is, uh, you know, just I think respect for I guess professional athletes. What the incident that just happened was really respect for all people. Did uh did you see the New York Knicks fans spit on Trey Young? Man, I seen that. Like it was a you had to watch you had to see it in slow motion. But, like you saw the spit like not his mouth, and he he almost oh. hit the person like right in front of him. It was a couple right in front of him. He almost hit the girl. It barely got on Trey Young. So I remember I saw it the night it happened. I saw the video of people talking. They were saying this fan just spit on Trey Young. And, like you can tell like Trey Young like shrugs his shoulders or something. Yeah. And I remember I looked in the video and I was like, I don't see nothing. And then I looked in the comments and everybody was like, I don't see anything. And then Kendrick Perkins was like, yeah, I saw it. And I'm like, Perk, you just always run the players back. Perk be capping sometimes. This morning comes around and the video's been slowed down. I watch it in slow motion. I still don't see anything. Then I like have to zoom in. I'm like, wait, I think I saw something. Zoom in a little closer. And you can see like, dude clearly was, was yeah, that they had it blown up on TV, and I was looking at it. I was like, "Wow, that's that's crazy!" Like last year around this time, fans can even get in the arena to watch basketball. Now that they're back in the arena, you're gonna do something like this. And that is just, dude. I'm a pretty passive guy. Like I think I got a long fuse. 
it's going to take a little bit to really piss me off. Dude, if somebody spits on me, just I go ballistic, bro. Yeah, I'm going nuts. I would, I would snap on somebody. But really, what, if, what if somebody pours popcorn on you? So that one, not, not as much. I mean, Russell Westbrook, he's a heated guy. Obviously, he's gonna get mad. He's gonna get irritated. And first, I try to, you know, me trying to be the defensive attorney. I'm thinking, well, did he drop it? What happened? But from the way it looked, it looked like they pointed right to him, and they were like, they could see him. He clearly did on purpose. It'd be different if somebody like, walked by and knocked over a can of popcorn or some fell, but. It seemed pretty obvious that they were really dumping on his head. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, I, think, I think still disrespectful, nowhere close to the level of disrespect to being spit on. You are. And I think that they should show these like these fans like faces off on TV and stuff. Like, that's what, it, what LeBron was saying. He's like, we got a camera in every building. He was like, if if a, uh, you know, if Westbrook, Westbrook would have went and grabbed some popcorn from the sideline and threw it at a fan, of course that's going to get caught on the camera. But you know, it didn't get caught on. I, I, from my, from what I've seen, it didn't get caught on camera. Who it was? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really see his face either. He, I think he was. He had on the hood and his. I mean, you couldn't see his face though. But still, I think they should like get a picture of him and like put his, put his picture outside some arenas. They had him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bam, he, all NBA arenas. All NBA arenas. I we, we shouldn't even like laugh and watch the games on TV. <laughs> Your games was all basketball watching privilege work. Take away his his streaming platforms. Also, he can't even buy popcorn anymore. Popcorn? Oh, heck no. He don't know how to – he can't eat it right, he ain't going to have it. That's like some stuff that happened back in school. It's like, oh, y'all going to make a mess with the snacks? No snacks. No more snacks in class. Bro, the, the stupidest thing when, like, they ban, like try to ban gum. Bro, like, come on, bro. Because people would kept putting it on the desk and stuff. Now, I, had a, I had a teacher who uh, – she was like notorious for catching people chew gum, and at yeah. the time, now now I chew gum all the time. I got a pack of 180 sitting next to my desk right there. But uh, back in back in high school, I didn't chew a whole lot of gum. But the fact that she was like always on the hunt for it, I would be like, let me get a piece of gum. I'm gonna try to chew this gum without getting caught. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a game for me at the time. I'll be like, how slick can I be? And at first, I'd be real slick, you know, just like, mm-hmm, got to like tuck up in the mouth. He don't know I got gum. Uh-huh. Then as class goes on, I just get casual and start basically smacking. And I'll, I'll always get caught. I she remember never, So one, one of my teachers tried to bang gum and, like, said we couldn't chew it in class. And I went up to her desk to ask her a question, chewing a piece of gum. But I slid it on my tongue. Uh-huh. I, was, I was asking her a question, and she looked at me and said, do you have gum in your mouth? I was like, No. <laughs> no, and all like scared was, and she was like, "You sure?" And I was like, no, "I don't have any." Open your mouth. I opened it, but I had already swallowed the gum before she saw it. You swallowed it. I swallowed the gum that fast. Yeah, I never was one to hide it under my tongue. I always felt like I couldn't talk it under my tongue. I would just like stick it to the roof of my mouth. Yeah, yeah. And then she, if it would start falling down mid conversation, then you're in a hard <laughs> spot. You're like, hey, what's the answer to the number? You have gum in your mouth. <laughs> basically, that's basically how it went down. I feel like every time that uh, that I tried it, I always got caught. Yeah. So, man, do you know who Naomi Osaka is? Yeah, yeah. She is probably the best tennis, female tennis player in the world right now. Yeah, she's a great tennis player. I just saw recently where she is not, like, doing the whole media after, like, her tennis matches and stuff. She's like – Yeah, I, I thought she released a statement about it. I, I didn't read it, though. Yeah, but. and you know what her reason for it? No. What was it? Because of her mental health. Like she can't handle like how the media comes at her sometimes, and you know, ask her these tough questions right after she's competed in a tough match. 
Mm-hmm. I kind of like feel it sometimes because the media, like they be coming at you like you ain't they, no. Like, they don't even view the athlete as human sometimes. I mean, that's the way it seems. Yeah. Uh, there was a golfer who's, who's pretty popular and in in they're popping in the news right now, Bryson DeChambeau. He was even saying, he was like, he was like, I want people to see me as a human. I want people to understand that, you know, I, I go through emotions too. Right, right. The media, the media doesn't see it like that. They just see them as entertainment. Almost. Sometimes show. the fans don't even see it like that, honestly. Like, when players say that deal with mental health, they're like, oh, you should just play basketball. Shut up and dribble pretty much, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, like, DeMar DeRozan was one of the most uh, notorious for coming out of mental health. Kevin Love also followed mm-hmm. suit. And I get it. I was talking to somebody the other night, and I'm saying that, you know, a lot of people feel chronically sad. And uh, and I think that's okay. I think it's okay if you feel that way, as long as you're trying, you're aware of it, and you're working towards it. But I also, I don't want to bash DeMar DeRozan, but, you know, he's a millionaire, dude. Like, life is pretty good. I mean, honestly, bro, but... Money don't fix everything, you know. That's what J. Cole says. Yeah, but just think about it this way, like, like you, you've never had Demar Derozan's money, so like you don't, you you probably don't know how he feels like having that much money. Like you probably would be happy, but he probably doesn't have the same happiness having all that money. Well, I don't. Can you try to clarify that point you're trying to make? I'm, I'm trying to say like money doesn't money doesn't buy happiness. Is kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, that's what I'm pretty much trying to say. But I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to play the guy that just is like anti mental health, but. You know, it's just hard to think about, um, like, yeah, money doesn't buy happiness, but I feel like money fixes a lot of problems. Like, you have enough money that you're not worried about the same things that 95% of America is worried about. Bill Bill Gates recently got divorced uh, from his wife, mm-hmm. and I think he has, like, $100 billion or something like that, $80 billion. He's got, got a B by the name. A B. And, and they got divorced, and me and my buddy were talking, and we were like, with that much money, there was like, how can y'all not figure it out? How can y'all not make it work out? That's what I'm saying. And I, and I'll be honest, I don't, I don't see how, because like, I don't, I don't, I guess there's more to it. Like, yeah, there's more to it than just money, but it seems like y'all have y'all's lives so under control that you should be able to focus your energy and effort into a marriage enough that you can make it work out. Now I know it's a spin off mental health, but I feel like kind of the same principle applies is where you're in yourself, you're in a stable enough place where you can, uh, you know, work for yourself. To make, to make one more point before I see you ready to jump in, DeMar DeRozan is also in the spotlight. You know, people always say everybody wants the money, nobody wants the fame. And that's the thing. Yeah, he wanted to make all this money. He wanted to put his mom in a new house. He wanted to be able to provide for his family. And, you know, be able to, if somebody got a medical emergency, he wants to be able to be there for him, which is great. Yeah. But then also he didn't sign up to you know be criticized and then yeah and to take all the heat when they lose a whole other country you know overnight. Uh-huh. So so to touch on the Bill Gates and his wife situation, I, I I agree with you. I think that they should be like having that much money. Like we've already said, it can't buy happiness, but it can fix a lot of things. And I think it could have fixed their marriage. Like just think about the resources they could have like got. Just you know counseling. Like that that that's just a simple thing, but like. I'm gonna just say if I got in front of Mila, my wife ain't happy. I'm like, why not? <laughs> it was like a maybe it was like a good breakup. Like maybe you know how long they were married. I I well, I'll be honest. I'm pretty sure Bill Gates already had a billion dollars before they got married. Mm-hmm. But I think it's probably messed up. Over one decade, less than two, I think. He should have got a he should have got a wife before he got the billion dollars. He should have got a wife before the billion. 
Yeah. Why? Because like once once he got a billion, like she looked, she probably looked at him different. Like she probably loved him, but like she always knew that he'd be a billionaire. So you're calling her a gold digger? I'm not calling her a gold digger. I'm, call, I'm just saying. But she ain't, what's the Kanye quote? <laughs> what's the Kanye song? I ain't saying she's a gold digger. She ain't messing with no broke to broke to broke. Yeah, we got, yeah. Yeah, everybody knows. Everybody knows. But I, I don't know, man. I, they they could have worked that out, bro. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it was a good breakup. Maybe it was like, yeah, we're just not compatible because you're making that much money. I'm sure Bill Gates is still involved with Microsoft a lot. But, yeah. You know, maybe he's just not spending enough time with her or maybe it was. She just started cash grab and got out because she instantly became like top five richest woman in the uh, the world before the divorce was even finished. That was just an file for it. Do you, you know her huh? Do you know her name? No. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in the article I read it referred to her as Bill Gates' wife. Bill Gates' wife. Hey, Bill Gates' wife, if you're listening to this right now, just know that I'm out here single, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here single. And I ain't got a billion, but I got a dollar. <laughs> got a dollar. I can buy you a sandwich. You know, we can go get a cold cut somewhere. I'll take you to Quiznos. Quiznos is fire. I had Quiz. You know Quiznos used to be on campus? Yeah, and then they got Subway. Dude. Subway was good when I was a kid. Now I realize Subway is overpriced and <laughs> overpriced. Here we go again. <laughs> it's just trash, bro. Yeah, I'm not really a big fan of Subway. Quiznos is good. Jimmy John's is okay, but I don't really care for cold cuts. All right, Jimmy John's or Subway. Since you're not a big fan of both, it really depends on the mood. What time of the day it is. What you doing this day? I got you. I mean, I don't know, because I can, I can really like both. I mean, honestly, that situation is probably what's more convenient for me. But I'm just going to hate on Subway. I'm going Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's. I like Jimmy John's, so that sandwiches be busting. I be putting them in the microwave sometimes. Yeah, take them home, got to heat them up a little bit, give them a zap. Quiznos got that conveyor belt. That is A1 Fire. every time. Can't miss. Fire. Uh, and then have you ever had a pot bellies? Pot bellies? They're, they're, you see them very few and far between, but it is the best sandwich shop out of the best. Dang. The best sandwich shop is going to be the Wody shop like, that I'm coming up. You, you see my, I don't know if you follow me on Snapchat, but I, I make these sandwiches and I post them. Like, and they be fire, bro. So it consistently. You, like, you said what? Oh, you were making a wing place. Well, this is going to be another, this is going to be another add on to the menu. I make sandwiches too. Okay. So this sandwich is so we got honey wheat bread. You like honey wheat bread? I don't know if I've ever had it. All right, honey, it's this fire. So we got okay. ham, pepperoni. Okay. And we got uh, cheddar cheese. We we have different options of cheese, but I use cheddar. But we but you put it on this sandwich maker that I got. Like and a panini press. Yeah, like five minutes in, you got a perfect sandwich. Woo. And we got the side dish for that, carrots and ranch. So I'm going to come in. I'm going to order me. 10-piece wing, and a sandwich. But there's a limit of our order. You can only order one thing at a time. I'll be back in line. It's <laughs> like when the uh, the Popeye sandwich was first pop, come, coming off, they were like, they had a limit of how many how many sandwiches you can get per person. Yeah. You got so, to do the same thing. Make your sandwich a luxury. $25 sandwich. That sandwich, did you ever get one? For the Popeye's? Yeah. yeah. I got one. What do you think? I mean, like, it wasn't shut down, you know, shut down the whole street good. 
all right. I can see what kind of good was it then? You ever had a Chick-fil-A sandwich? Yeah. I think seven times out of ten, I'm gonna prefer Chick-fil-A. Me too. Sometimes I would want uh the uh, Popeye sandwich. Here's what threw me off. You know I can put down some food. I've ate six Chick-fil-A sandwiches in a sitting before. I know that's not healthy. Y'all don't have to throw shade at me in the comments or in my DMs. I understand. That's how I operated for a little bit. I would fast, and then I would eat a ton of calories. That's you ate, you ate 16 pancakes and 25 wings in one night. That's not what happened. I ate 30 wings and eight pancakes. Blueberry pancakes, no sir. Ooh, no sir. I, I don't say you ate the pancakes. That no was sir. a good meal. You still give me shade for that. That was good. <laughs> I went to the syrup on the pancakes. And then I went to IHOP and got the pancakes. You should have put syrup on the pancakes, or that would have been. I can't eat my pancakes without syrup. But they were blueberry, bro. That blueberry gives them a little, little fluid. It's a little I soft. I gotta have syrup. Well, I, I felt bad at that point, bro. Oh, syrup has too many calories. I'm, I'm already eating bad, but I'm not gonna eat too bad. But uh, but going back to the point I was making, so I I made six Chick Fil A sandwiches in the sitting before. Uh huh. Bro, I ordered two. The first time I got the Popeye sandwich, I ordered two. And I ate one. And I was like, I don't know if I can eat this second. And I don't know if that means there's something in the chicken. Maybe that means it's real chicken and Chick-fil-A fake. I don't know. Uh-huh. Something was different about that Popeye's chicken sandwich compared to the uh, crazy so chicken. You didn't eat the second one? No, I think I saved it for later. Okay. No, not right I, I did the same thing one night. I was going to El Dorado to stay with some family that night. I was like, you know, I'm going to give me a Popeye's chicken sandwich, you know? So I ordered two. Huh? Your first time trying it? Well, it's my second time trying it. The first time I tried it is when uh, Doolin brought me one back from El Dorado. And he, it was me, him, and John Tyson in the room. And he come in with a chicken sandwich. And I'm like, dang, you didn't bring me one? He was like, nah, I didn't, man. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm giving a hard time for it. And John Tyson leaves, and he was like, I got you one, dog. And I was like, dead this. That was my first time having one. But so my second time having one, I got the two at the same time. And I get to my uncle's house and I ate the first one. Like, it's good. So I'm midway through the second one. I'm like, I can't, I can't finish this one, dog. And two hours later, I was on the toilet. One of those. Yeah, one of those, man. But I think I ate the sandwich too late, though. It was like, you know, about eight o'clock. I ate like two. It all depends on the time. If I would have ended at four o'clock, I would have been fine. I don't know, man. I feel it like it works, man. Chicken's bad. The chicken's bad. It, it was real chicken, though. Hopefully so. I don't know. I remember that some people claimed were like getting mad and putting Taco Bell in like a bad light because they were saying like it's only twenty percent real meat. <laughs> and then Taco Bell responded back. They're like, "This is a lie." It's 85% real meat. <laughs> we oh, know the other 15%. Real. This ain't real food. It's Taco Bell. <laughs> We're working on the other 15%. Bro, uh, do you like Taco Bell? Because I'm, I'm not a big fan, honestly. I mean, so I hated it when I was first growing up. Hated it when I was first growing up. And then I got big on like chicken and steak quesadillas. Then the quesadillas came out, and I liked them too. And, you know, when we were, like, freshmen and sophomores, all the guys would get together on Sundays and we were going to Taco Bell. Uh-huh. Cool. It was like a vibe. We were all just hanging out. But I ain't been to Taco Bell since I don't know when, man. There's really all, – all Taco Bell is is, like, the same six ingredients in 14 different combinations. The cheese. Cheese, meat, tortilla. 
Yeah, that's it. Beans, rice. Um, I do. I did like the freezes though. I used to always get the freezes. Hey, Blessing, which one did you get? Um, uh, I probably tried them all, dude. I remember they had the pink starburst one for. Yeah, that one was busting for real. That was good. The original Baja Blast was good. Baja Blast was, that was what Taco Bell was known for. It was just the Baja Blast. Yeah, people. I don't even know really what flavor Baja Blast even is. I mean, it's it's probably not even that great, but just the nostalgia. I'm like, yeah, that's and good. It, it looked cool too. <laughs> the cool color. It's just like cool green, blue. But I think a Baja Blast is like a Mountain Dew flavor. I'm not sure what like what a Baja like bad blast tastes like. Yeah, it tastes like a blast, but it gives you a Baja. <laughs> I don't even know what Baja really means. I got you. But yeah, man, I've just been kicking it, you know, enjoying life, vibing. That's good. That's good. Everybody should take a minute to enjoy life. I don't feel like I do that as, as much as I should. I, I do it, but sometimes I think that I don't appreciate it when I do it, you know, because I'll be enjoying myself and I'm like, you know, I'll be thinking about the future. I'll be, oh, you know, this is my last day, of, my last off day. I got to be back at work, you know, tomorrow or something like that, you know. I'm thinking about like short-term future. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm having short-term term, term fun. Do you ever catch yourself thinking about like how fast time is really moving? Yes. Because like it doesn't feel like that long ago that me and you uh, went on that trip to Denver. Yeah. But that's been like two, three years now. Almost three years, I think. Maybe two. I don't know, but it's, it's been a minute. I think it was 2018. I think I think we I think we're just past the three year mark. I think it's just past the three year mark since we've been. Like I'm saying, like that doesn't seem like that long ago at all. But and then like I'm I'm in this uh I'm in this uh summer class right now for, for law school, and you know I'm just you know keeping my nose to the books, doing my work. I'm already twenty percent of the way through with the class. Golly, like, it's flying. Yeah, and like the I think summer goes by way faster than like any other season. Because like, I th- I've defined summer from like May to early August. That's what I define summer. Because like that, to the end of August. You said what? I put it to the end of August. End of August, middle of August. But you know what I mean. I feel like those are the fastest months of the year for me. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Well, I don't really have fun in the summer anymore because. Why do you think? Uh, why do you think that is? Because there's a hundred and four days in summer vacation. I feel like it would be the opposite because aren't the days longer in the summer? Don't quote me on that, but I thought. And I thought like the summer solstice was the longest day of the year, June twenty. There is more daylight in like in the summertime than there is. That could just be daylight saving time, but yeah, like it's getting dark at like seven thirty now, which is I love it. I know? love it too. But I don't know, man. I just think those are like the fastest months to me because. Summer is my time to like enjoy and like have a break from like school or whatever, but I'm still working. But it just flies by. Just flies by. Yeah. When we were younger, I feel like it lasted for a long time, you know, because I used to go to Dallas every summer. And those are like, it was like, it'll take me forever, like to get until July 4th. And then when August came, I was going back to Magnolia. But now it just seemed like it just flies by. Mm hmm. When I was younger, I felt like it went longer too. I felt like during the summer, I wasn't doing a whole lot. Me neither. I, I, I was just kicking it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and during the school year, you know, we had stuff keeping us busy. Uh-huh. Now I'm I'm kind of busy no matter what season it is. So I don't know. It's, I feel it's like for off season, unless you're J. Cole. 
he, I guess he's back on the offseason now. His contract. Yeah, so. his contract. So. They were yeah. hating on him for uh, being in the league. Who was? Uh, players in that league. Really? And how he, they think he just he got in the league just because he was J. Cole and, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah, all this. He probably did good for the league, though. He brought a lot of publicity but to he it. He always talked about how he loved basketball and, like, He's even he's had always been him working out and having hoop sessions with NBA players. And um, I feel like that dude, that that dude was just hating. And those are the people that J. Cole rap about. Haters. Hey, they hate us because they ain't us. And I'm sure that's what J. Cole is telling his team right now. Yeah. He's saying people hating on the podcast, bro. Yeah, I like listening. They still talking though. Yeah, we on Spotify and Apple. Where y'all at? Where y'all at? Nowhere. No, I'll love, I'll peace. I try not to get caught up in other people's drama, but like I said, got a long fuse, but dude, when my fuse hits, I get so mad. I hold grudges for a while. I got to, I to work on something to get better at. I got a, I got a fuse too, but like it takes a, I think a little bit more for me than you. Yeah. But honestly, bro, sometimes I'll be, I'll say some stuff and I'm like, dang, he really, you know, I really kind of did it there. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like you pop up on people pretty quick. <laughs> for real? Yeah. <laughs> Just being honest with you. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, there's times when because, like, because I'm, like, I'm a bodybuilder? Huh? Are you saying that because I'm a bodybuilder or what? No. I'm, I'm just kidding. That was a joke. But I, I think that one missed. I, at least I, it went over my head. I didn't <laughs> know. Hey, man, but uh, actually I got some stuff I got to take care of. Uh, somebody had to head out, but bro, it's been good. It's been fun. Nah, let's let's do a virtual handshake. Huh? Virtual handshake. Yeah. Yeah. Virtual handshake. Can't wait to be back in the studio, man. Hopefully, I'll be back down here about, about a month, maybe like five, six weeks. Yeah, dude. This has been a Mac Woody podcast. We appreciate y'all for listening. Take your vaccine. Peace. <laughs>